sure, it's easy for you to lose weight, but can you do it on somebody else? And more importantly, can you do that for a woman? And so he took the challenge. He said, absolutely. I'm going to train this woman. I think her name was Alicia and I'm going to take her under my wing and train her and show her how she can lose weight sustainably. And of course, now the menopause ladies came and had to voice their opinion saying, hey, that's great, but what about menopause ladies? Can you do this to someone in menopause? And that's great, but there's no way you're going to be able to do this for a woman in menopause. And so it led me to believe that, not to believe, I, I, I know this to be true, that women are thinking that it's menopause that's the reason that they can't lose weight. Being in menopause doesn't erase the principles of weight loss. It just doesn't. Now, I'm not going to argue that it's not harder to lose weight in menopause. It is. But the reason why it becomes harder is because we continue to do the same things that we used to do in our 30s and 40s, and that stops working. So there's that to consider. You still have to make lifestyle changes if you're looking to lose weight, lose that belly fat, and, and take control in menopause. We can't just blame menopause for the reason that you can't lose weight. This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Mastering Menopause. So I apologize. I didn't do an episode last week. It was um, one of the first ones that I've missed actually in, I'm coming on to my third season, my third year, but I got the bug and just, I, I couldn't talk. <laughs> it wouldn't have been very productive. So I apologize for missing that. And on that note, actually, I'm going to be doing two episodes a week now. One will be a little bit on the longer side, and then one will be like a short little nugget of actionable items that you can do. Look for that. But this episode, um, this kind of may piss some people off and this may piss you off. So if you're in your early 40s or in your 50s and 60s, you're going to need to hear this. And I'm going to tell you what is behind the weight gain, the belly fat, the fatigue, and all the menopause symptoms and what you can do as you're going through the stages of menopause. And this is the part that's going to be a little annoying, right? Is that it isn't your hormones. It isn't your age. It isn't menopause menopause that's causing you to gain weight or stopping you from being able to lose weight. And so this really came to light when I was on Instagram and I saw a post from Jordan Syatt. If you don't know who Jordan Syatt is, he's a um, very well-known trainer. He trained Gary Vee for a bit and his whole platform is no BS approach, which I love. He's um, a great speaker and uh, he's also an author. And he says voc very vocally that you don't have to give up your, the foods that you love to be able to lose weight. You can do this in a sustainable way. So if you don't know Jordan Syatt, then follow him on Instagram. His content is amazing. But what, the thing that caught my attention is 
he did a post saying the number one question that he gets is because he shares all this content, he shared how he has lost weight doing different approaches. He'll like intentionally gain weight and then he'll lose weight doing, I think he like ate a Big Mac a day and and showed that you can absolutely lose weight doing that. The question that he was addressing is, sure, it's easy for you to lose weight, but can you do it on somebody else? And more importantly, can you do that for a woman? And so he took the challenge. He said, absolutely. I'm going to train this woman. I think her name was Alicia. And I'm going to take her under my wing and train her and show her how she can lose weight sustainably. And of course, now the menopause ladies came and had to voice their opinion saying, hey, that's great, but what about menopause ladies? Can you do this to someone in menopause? And that's great, but there's no way you're going to be able to do this for a woman in menopause. And so it led me to believe that, not to believe, I I, I know this to be true, that women are thinking that it's menopause that's the reason that they can't lose weight. When the whole being in menopause doesn't erase the principles of weight loss. It just doesn't. Now, I'm not going to argue that it's not harder to lose weight in menopause. It is. But the reason why it becomes harder is because we continue to do the same things that we used to do in our 30s and 40s, and that stops working. So there's that to consider. You still have to make lifestyle changes if you're looking to lose weight, lose that belly fat, and and take control in menopause. We can't just blame menopause for the reason that you can't lose weight. So I talk to women every day, right, that are dealing with unwanted belly fat, weight gain, fatigue, lack of energy and motivation is a big one, digestion issues, right, feeling really bloated, dealing with some kind of constipation, or having difficulty sleeping, hair loss, low libido, mood swings. I, I get it. I had these symptoms as well, but it's not menopause that's causing all of these symptoms. Now it is an underlying cause because of the transition that your hormones are going through and your metabolism. However, it is your lifestyle and largely what you are doing that's going to dictate how you go through menopause. When I ask women what's holding them back from their goals of reaching a healthy weight and improving all the symptoms above, and when we go into what are they doing, the first thing that they think is, hey, it's my hormones, right? There's just, there's nothing I can do about it. It's my hormones. Ever since I turned 50, the things that I don't, the things that I used to do don't work anymore. And so this is the part that's going to piss you off, right? It's not your hormones. It's not menopause. It's not your age. It is absolutely your lifestyle. And thinking that menopause is the issue is part of the issue. And I don't mean this to be callous. I just want you to take responsibility for something that you absolutely have control of. This is to empower you. If this pisses you off and makes you look at your lifestyle, then my job is done. That's all I'm trying to do here. Not using menopause as a scapegoat when you can't lose weight. I also ask women like, what is your biggest challenge right now? And so I hear things like, I don't have time to cook. I I can't meal prep. I'm too busy. My job is demanding. 
I can't lower my stress. My, it's just part of my life. I don't have the time or I don't have energy or motivation to, to work out. It's too cold or it's too hot to walk outside. One that I hear a lot is I forget to eat or I'm just not hungry. Then that leads to, I crave snacks at night and I just can't stop eating the, those snack foods or this is a big one too. This was like the crux of my existence in my late forties as I was going through perimenopause was I eat great all week. It's the weekends that are my downfall. And so these are lifestyle choices, ladies. It's not your hormones or menopause. These lifestyles are absolutely going to affect your hormones and your metabolism and is going to dictate what happens as you are going through menopause. There is no doubt that your body is changing. Your hormones are fluctuating. Absolutely. But if you're doing all any of the above or a combination of not um, controlling your stress, not having exercise that's going to support your body, if you're not eating the calories that you need to eat for your body, then you're really going to put yourself into a place where we're going to have a hard time with menopause. And again, I know things are harder, right? We're, we have kids that we're taking care of. We have parents that we're taking care of. We have busy jobs. We have busy lives. Everybody has that, right? This is not just you, right? It's not an isolated situation. So this is the time though, where you have to make a pivot and you have to look at that lifestyle. And I think one of the biggest things that's different from when we're in our thirties and forties was probably were a little bit more active. We probably were getting to to those workouts and getting those done and um, being just honestly just a little bit more active. And now it's very common to be sitting at a desk job and not getting in your steps. And then when you get home and you're just exhausted from the day, you don't have any energy to do that. And so that's going to be one part of it. Also, as you age, starting right around 35, we start losing muscle. So if we're not actively working on building muscle, we're losing muscle. And I know sometimes it's like a big push just to do cardio to try and lose weight and we ignore weight training or we don't want to get bulky or, or something like that. And so now we have less muscle on our body and we're depleting the muscle. Every time you go onto a diet, especially an aggressive diet, then you're also losing more muscle. And then when you go into um, a rebound, right? When we come off the diet and we gain that weight back, now we gain fat back, the muscle is gone. I've said this so many times on this podcast. And so what happens is we end up with this fat body. I, I don't know a, a more delicate way to say it. You have more fat on your body. Okay. And less muscle. And so this is all contributing to your metabolism and is going to dictate like what you, is going to alter your body shape and what that looks like. And so really there's, you have a choice. You absolutely do have a choice. What are you going to do? Are you going to just keep thinking that it's your hormones and, and that you don't need to change your lifestyle or maybe think you're already doing everything right? I, I'm doing everything that I need to do. And so I'm um, just saying like throwing up your hands and just saying, Hey, there's nothing I can do about it. It's just menopause, right? That is if that is what you want to do, that is totally fine, but that is not going to 
help your situation at all as you're transitioning through. I I had a tough time with perimenopause. So in my late 40s, I did actually didn't know that I was going through perimenopause. And my lifestyle definitely dictated what with the symptoms that I was having. So hair loss, fatigue, like extreme fatigue, no energy to do anything, no motivation. Did I mention hair loss? Digestion issues. I, I couldn't eat um, the foods that I was that I used to be able to have. Alcohol was really throwing me through a loop. I didn't know who was coming out to play or what my reaction was going to be. So I definitely went through the ringer. But at the same time, I was also, let's see, for a three-year period, I was, I think for about 12, yeah, just about a year, I was doing keto and that's when I really started to notice, like when I think about it now, the changes in my hormones, it, I think it accelerated that or it just led to an ex- exacer- exacerbation, <laughs> is that the word, <laughs> of the symptoms of um, menopause. I, I would be sweating like from head to toe whenever I would work out. And let's get to the workout piece. I was working out twice a day. I was working out a lot and I was doing, I was doing keto. I think I also threw a few whole thirties into there, right? In that three, three year period, definitely had done some juice cleanses and have dabbled into fasting, um, doing three day fasts. I think I did three of those. And this was just this period where I couldn't get, I couldn't get anything right. And everything that I was doing was not helping. I would lose a couple pounds, but I would gain it back. And it just was in this vicious cycle. And for me, definitely was very low calories during the week. And as a bartender back in the day, then I would just, I'd be super clean. And then I would just rebound on the weekends. And so literally I'd come into the weekend, weigh myself on Friday. And then by Monday morning, I would be three pounds up from where I was and just in this vicious cycle, just looking for the answers. And and I would get, try a new diet and then it would work for a little bit. And then I would get off of that diet and then I would gain the weight back. And so uh, I just really got myself into a place where I had no energy whatsoever. And it was really affecting my metabolism. And so that, that is what led me to hiring a coach where finally I just said, I threw up my hands and said, okay, Jesus, take the wheel. I I don't know what I'm doing, which was really hard for me to admit. So as a personal trainer, I was a certified personal trainer, had my own studio and I was embarrassed to lead the, the class. Spin was fine. Like it was dark. Nobody could see anyways, but then I would have to go into the next room and, and teach a, like a boot camp style class. And I didn't want to take off my sweatshirt. So it was literally a time where I was just getting fatter and fatter, um, more fat on my body, but also just really dealing with some digestion issues where I was looking, I was definitely looking pregnant like most of the time. So making the life style changes. And I know that seems like that's like huge. Where do you start? So the first thing that I would start with is just like taking a look at where your stress is coming from. This is almost a no brainer, right? This is going to be from social media and news. I think that's the one of the first things that you can start with is put your phone down at night, right? After eight o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever, when you should be winding down, put the phone away, turn off the news. That really just 
the news is just such a stressful event. What's going on? Like they're only sharing the, the bad stuff. And so that's the, one of the first places where I would start is just turning off the social media, especially at night. Give yourself a timer. If you're like, this is what I look forward to. I've been working all day. I want to scroll on TikTok for a little bit. Then fine, but just set a timer, right? Set a timer for 30 minutes and then put it down instead of just scrolling, mindlessly scrolling. And then focus on a sleep routine so that you can actually have a leg up for the next morning instead of waking up and just being exhausted because you went to bed late or you're staring at your phone. So that's one of the first places that I would start. This doesn't cost anything. It does require you to set up your life a different way to set up your lifestyle. Again, we're talking about lifestyle changes. And the next thing that I would do is take a look at your nutrition and just see, are we actually fueling our bodies for the activity that we're doing? So I know intermittent fasting is the the big thing right now, or in I think there's another lean back to three-day fasting and because of autophagy and how great it is for your body. Ladies, when you are in menopause, really, this is not the best thing for your body. This is actually just ramping up the stress on your body and cortisol. And this is why we're having that or increasing our belly fat is due to that stress piece. And so nutrition, always being on a diet, not giving your body the nutrients that it needs is a huge stress on the body. And I can comfortably say this because when people come, ladies come to work with us, we start with like, where, all right, where are your calories at? And it's not uncommon to see somebody eating like 900, 1100 calories, not having, not a lot of protein, maybe 50 to 60 grams of protein and just being stuck there, or maybe they're eating 1500 calories, but this is a 190 pound woman that does not need to be eating 1500 calories to lose weight. What happens is we calculate our weight loss calories and then we just stay there. This is a detriment to the body. The body does not want to be in a deficit all the time. It just stops working. That is your metabolism. That, if you don't think that's going to affect how you go through menopause, then please reach out to me (laughs) because I do have a plenty of resources that I can share with you about that, that information. And so we look at the nutrition, make sure that you're getting in plenty of protein and not adequate. I hate this adequate bullshit right? Get an optimal amount of protein, which is going to be anywhere from 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Uh, A lot of people say that's a lot of protein, right? If you're 150 pounds, that's 150 grams of protein. When you add up the calories for that 600 calories, assuming that this is going to be leaner protein, that's not a lot. That should be usually around probably a third of your calories for the day. So I don't recommend that you go over 160. So if you're 160 pounds or more, then you're going to lean towards the smaller number, but just make your way up to there. Then you're going to start to see we're actually building a little bit of muscle. We're not hungry late at night. Another one is not skipping breakfast, right? Not intermittent fasting and waiting until noon for your first meal. Ladies, would you send your kid off to school? Just here's a cup of coffee. You're good. You'll scrounge something at school for lunch and then we can have dinner later on, right? No, you wouldn't do that. So you have to parent yourself. Make sure that you are getting the nutrition when you need it. We're busy during the day, most of us, right? So these fasted workouts, 
there is no benefit to a fasted workout. In fact, you're probably not going to have the energy to put everything that you need to into that workout. Make sure that you're weightlifting uh, and training, strength training, and not burning the candle on both ends, eating very little and trying to burn as many calories as possible. This is what's causing you to be stuck. It's wreaking havoc on your hormones. So again, this is lifestyle, right? These are lifestyle issues and it's not hormones. It's not your, it's not your, it's not menopause. It's the way that you are living your life that is creating these symptoms that you don't want. So just think of like exercise as a drain or a charge. Is this actually uh, helping my stress or is this creating more stress? And I know this one's a tough one because I used to be a runner and I used to say I'm running off the crazy. But honestly, <laughs> what was actually happening was I was just jacking up my cortisol. I wasn't doing my body any favors. I know it's a lot. I know there's a lot of things that you have to do differently as you're going through menopause. We just, we just have to do things differently. The things that we do that used to work just don't work anymore. And so I know you probably have heard this a few times. Like, so what is it that you do? And I just talked about that, right? Manage your stress. Make sure your body is getting the nutrition that it needs and make sure that your support, your workouts are supporting your hormones and not dragging your metabolism down. If you have any questions on this, please let me know. I, and I need to ask you a small favor. If you are liking this information, would you please share this episode with a friend? Maybe take a screenshot, um, tag me on your social media, share it to your social media, leave me a five-star review if you're called to do. All these things are going to help me get the information out there to other women, just like you who are looking for answers on what to do in menopause. And this mentioned, I'm going to be doing two episodes a week. So next Wednesday, this episode, I uh, I'm going to be talking about my five-month experiment on not tracking and what happened. So look for that episode. And also, if you're looking for a group of like-minded women who are going through menopause, just like yourself, then be sure to find my group on Facebook. It's the No BS Menopause Secrets Group. It's a private group. Um, I go live in there every Thursday at 5.30 MST, 7.30 EST. And every week we have a ton of information that we share. We have little mini challenges, recipes, and it really is a great community of women. So it's we don't complain about uh, our, our problems. You know, I've seen plenty of groups like that where they're just like unleashing. That's not the kind of group that this one is. So we actually solve the problem. So the link to my social media is in the show notes as well as the link to the group as well. So Thank you so much for listening. This was a little bit longer than my usual episodes, but again, please, if you know somebody who is struggling with menopause right now, or maybe not struggling, just having a hard time, then please share it with them. And I will talk to you Wednesday. Bye.